I have been waiting to bring this up. I didn't like notice it when I read the okay. book, but then when I was listening to the Darn of Glass episode, I was like, rewind. Because I remembered when we were filming the Throne of Glass episode, I wanted to make this point, but I couldn't yet. Okay. Ready? I'm on pins and needles. Yeah. Okay. So in Throne of Glass, Dorian and Kale, he will not be called Kale. Yeah, we're not doing that. On this episode. Anywho. Dorian and Kale are having a conversation. And like, it's when Dorian's asking Kale if he's like jealous of what's going on with like him and Selena. Mm-hmm. And Dorian tells Kale, like, to relax. He was like, you need to calm down because your hair is going to start turning white and Selena won't like you anymore. Stop. <laughs> Enter Rowan. Enter Rowan. The man, the myth, the legend. I have yes. heard this name, obviously. I don't live under a rock. Uh-huh. So many things have been spoiled in this series. I didn't know who ended up with who. I knew uh-huh. who the characters were, but I didn't know who ended up with who. I love him. Like, remember when I said that I love Kale? There's like I I do remember that. Yeah, evidence of me saying that. Like, there's proof. Run the clip. Run the clip. <laughs> Run it. <laughs> because, um, yeah, no, Kale. Who? Like, no. No, Absolutely. no, 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 no. Let's rewind on that one. Um, (laughs) I said what I said. I'll just do the intro now. Hi, Bestie. Happy Book Club Day. Welcome to the Best Friend Book Club Podcast. I'm Sarah Anna. I'm Chelsea. Oh, there is a delay. And today we're diving into... Is it bad? It's kind of... Yeah. Unless you just weren't listening. No, I I missed that. Was it me or was okay, it? So I'm Sarah Anna. And I'm Chelsea. That was closer together. Okay. Were you just not paying attention? Maybe. Chelsea. I was trying Anyways, to read and listen. I'm Sarah Anna. She's Chelsea. Moving on. We're diving into Air of Fire by Sarah J. Maz. Here's your spoiler warning. If you have not read this book, please turn back now, unless you're okay with it being spoiled for you. In that case, stick around. We'll have a good time. Are you ready? Are I'm you ready. focused? I'm paying attention. I forgot so. that I have to say my name. <laughs> so that I was like, wow, the the delay is like really bad. Just, you're not times, paying attention. We, many times we've done this, it just was like, oh wait, I need to introduce myself. Sorry. You guys know who I am at this point. So we open with Selena. I'm going to call her Selena throughout the entirety of the book because she calls herself Selena up until, until yeah. the end, end, end. So, like, okay. she's Selena right now. Um, She's lounging on this roof and she's drinking wine and eating some flatbread. Sounds like a great time. Um, She's decided not to kill her targets, which her being sent there, I knew she wasn't going to kill her target. I feel like it was heavily implied. Okay. Yeah. While she's sitting on this roof, there is a white-tailed hawk that is watching her. Miss that. (laughs) 
You didn't write that. I missed that. No, I didn't on purpose so that I could tell you right now. It's like now that you say it, I'm like, oh, shoot. But yeah, I missed that. But there's also later on in the story at some point when she learns what his animal form is, she points out that it was the same hawk that was watching her when she was on the roof from before. What? Okay. Like, she's like, hey, guys, remember that? That was Rowan. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that, but this book was a struggle for me in the beginning, so. I missed some details. That's okay. Because <laughs> I picked them all up. The amount of notes I made on this. Ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> then when you had texted me and you're like, who's Gal and Ash River? I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Of everybody that was mentioned in this book, not somebody that I even paid attention to. His name was said so many times and I was just like, who is this guy? And even now, like, I rem- now I remember uh-huh. who he is, but like, I still don't know who he is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like, why he's significant? Like, why are we talking about him? Well, okay, he's the Prince of Wendelin, but his name mm-hmm. is Ash River. So, like, yes. who is and he, he in has relation? This, he has, like, the same eyes as Selena, and so also the same eyes as Adian. And, mm-hmm. but he's described to have olive skin and dark hair, where obviously Selena and Adian aren't described that way. Oh, okay. Well, they both have golden hair, but I don't really know what color oh, okay. their skin is. No, <laughs> think. they both have golden hair, but not, yeah. I don't know what color their skin is. But yeah. yeah, I just want to know who he is in relation to them. Oh, like cousin. Like he's Ash River, right? Uh-huh. So that's where but I'm she like, is. Well, Galathinius Ash River or Ash River Galathinius? Ash River Galathinius. But Adion is Ash River. So like, and when we do the flashbacks of his parents, that wasn't his parents' name. His parents were killed. Hmm? His parents were also killed 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it didn't say he had any siblings. So like, who is this guy? Who's this guy? I guess we'll find out later. Okay. Um, Selena finds out the spots that the magic wielders like to hang out in, and she like goes out of her way to avoid them because like something awakens in her, and she doesn't mm-hmm. like it. So I was like, okay, we're hinting at it. Like we already kind of saw it at the end of Crown of Midnight. So why are we dropping hints? We know, right? But anyways, she starts talking about her amethyst ring that I was like, yes, please tell me more about your ring. That she gambles away every night and then wins back before sunrise. And it's a, she said that even after everything, she hadn't been able to forfeit his ring. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, still holding on to Kale at the beginning of the story. Yeah. Um, so we still don't know what this ring is. Because I know you had your theories. I did. And it could just be Delusion. a piece of plastic. Yeah, that too. <laughs> R- <Rimpop. laughs> 
<laughs> but like it's obviously significant to her because she brings it up more than once. Yeah. So I hope I hope I get my answer one day. I just don't know I'm, why she was like gambling it away just to win it back. Like what was the purpose of that? I think she was just bored. Okay. I mean, she's literally at the beginning of the story just sitting on a rooftop drinking wine. Like, doesn't seem like she has much going on because no, she's it not. Literally felt like she was giving up. Yeah. And I was not here for it. Like, I was like, girl, what are you doing? Like, what is the plan? I need some action. Well, then she comes across a homeless lady that is like thinking that she's competing with her for space. And Selena's like, damn, it can't get much worse than this. And then it says, but then a deep male voice chuckled from the shadows behind her. And it said that and I was like, here we go. Here's the love interest because that's what it was giving. Immediately. Immediately, yes. I love him. And then we find out that this man is Faye and he has a face tattoo and sun-kissed skin. And I was like, okay. I've seen the fan art of him. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen one, I think. Like, I've come across it and been like, oh, I have no clue who that guy is. But then as soon as he starts being described, I was like, okay, I'm seeing it in the noggin now. Now, listen, I'm a dark-haired girl, dark-haired guy, girly. Okay. <laughs> we love an MMC with dark hair. Dark hair, yes. dark eyes. But, like, I was like, okay, a face tattoo. What? <laughs> Why do I like that? Why was that like? <laughs> that was what did it. You were like, ah, um, the face tattoo. Like I was like, oh, he is like more like morally gray. Like when we talk about badass MMCs, like a face tattoo. Like yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. Okay, wait, because then. This, am I talking too loud? Mm-mm. This, of course, you're gonna tell me I'm not talking too loud. We all know I talk real loud. So then it says that she realized that he might have been handsome were it not for the promise of violence in his pine green eyes. So I was like, is he hot or isn't he? Oh no, he's hot. <laughs> I know you would think he's hot. But we're not for the promise of violence. Yes, please. Like we're Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Relax. Relax. <laughs> I know you think he's hot. Okay, okay. I got it. I've gathered that much. I'm not gonna name names, but it wasn't giving the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Oh, because yes, I understand. Later in this book, she does describe somebody as the most beautiful man she's ever seen. So I was like, "In this book, back up." In this book, yes, I just said that. <laughs> Pause, rewind, remove the says, try it again. <laughs> in when this book, making, yes, in this book, I was making the notes for later, and. I I think it's, I'll just cut, I mean, I'm assuming you've read the whole book if you're listening. Right. But it's when, like, at the very, very end, 
not very, very. Chapter 40-something, maybe? Mm-hmm. It's in the notes? Okay, no, 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 hold on. Oh. Yes, it's in the notes, hold on. But it's, like, chapter 50-something. It's when... Okay. She goes to visit. Her and Rowan go to see Maeve. Right? Mm-hmm. And one of the wolves, because there's, like, the black wolf and the white wolf. And it says the wolves shapeshift, and she says they are the most beautiful men she'd ever beheld. Okay. So I was like, that's giving the most beautiful man I've ever seen versus he's hot. Or okay. could be hot. Not even like he is hot. But then when Selena was describing Kale, remember, she was like, he's like, not really hot, but I find him hot. You know? For, not for his ruggedness. And like, yeah. what's not hot about that? I'm confused. So Rowan shows up to basically take Selena to go see Maeve. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at this point is when it is revealed that all Faye possessed a secondary animal form. Selena was currently in hers, her mortal human body as animal as the birds wheeling above. That's so funny because like, who said that? <laughs> who? I read this and was like Chelsea's about to be so annoying about being right on this one thing I was right about multiple things yes, don't take that are, from me but at this point in time it, um, it's chapter two I read that and was like god Chelsea's about to like never let me live this one down it's so crazy because like who's I feel like somebody said that and like I don't remember who oh it was me anyways <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, dial it back two notches. Okay. So, gotcha. <laughs> then we cut to Kale's point of view, and it's him having this. Don't shake your head. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> okay. Then we have Kale um, having this recurring dream of Selena killing Dorian instead of it being Archer. And then he refers to Selena like just. In his head, he says, enemy, lover, queen. I hate to break it to him. I don't think that lover thing's going to happen anymore. But enemy and queen, maybe. Yeah. Um, so almost immediately, Kale started pissing me off. And okay. it was giving something. And I don't know if I want to say it because kind of like a spoiler. But you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Akatar girlies know what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. that's what I this was giving. Referring to Fourth Wing. Oh, no, not really. But I'm just talking about how, like, you love somebody, mm-hmm. and then, like, immediately in the next book, you're like, wait, what? That's what this was giving to me. Because immediately I was like, ew. <laughs> um, I don't I share that feeling. <laughs> I truthfully don't share that feeling, but I get what you're saying. Okay. Like I had, I was talking to somebody and I was like, oh my gosh, I love Kale. And she's read the entire series. And she was like, you know, that's like someone saying Great for you. the character we're both thinking about from Akatar. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's like someone saying that they love him. And I was like, thanks for that. Really? Thanks. Anyways. So, when thinking about Selena, I think it was 
I think this is still Kale's point of view, but it, it says Selena was Aelin Ashriver Galathinius, heir to the throne and rightful queen of Terrison. It made her his mortal enemy and it made her Dorian's enemy. The question is, will they stay enemies? I don't know. Um, I don't think her and Dorian will stay enemies. No, I don't think so. But I could see Kale being a problem. Yeah, he's definitely already a problem. But I hope you're enjoying my slow blink. I am. <laughs> but that's just how I feel about that. So then Adian is introduced. He's mentioned before. No, right? we meet he's him mentioned. in the last. Well, we don't meet okay. him in the last book, but they talk about him in the last book. Okay. So, this is something I was wrong about, actually. Wow. Look at Chelsea go. <laughs> so he's described as having shoulder-length golden hair. Oh, I remember what you were wrong about. Yeah. Um, and Kale sounds like he's really, like, crushing hard on Adian. Because he said... Um, <laughs> Kale Get said it out. Adian... <laughs> he said, handsome was too light of a way to describe Adian overwhelming was more like it and i was like damn like okay we get it adian's hot <laughs> so <Kale> approved <laughs> right what yeah i didn't notice this until you said it and i was going back through and i was like wow he really did say that <laughs> like that those are very strong feelings those are super strong feelings instead of just being like yeah i get why women like him Right. He's like, oh, overwhelming was more like it. I said, Kale. Okay. Like, I ship it. Go ahead. Right. Anything goes. You ship it? Yeah. Why not? I mean, I... Honestly, I ship that more than some other relationship that's mentioned later. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Oh, carry on. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, you're next. Okay. Carry yeah, on. See, you're I'm next. <laughs> so he notices that Adion and Selena have the exact same eyes and then the same shade of hair. And he says mm-hmm. that he would have thought they were twins if it was not for their five-year age gap. So, like, have they just never seen Adion before? Like, how- I just don't understand how nobody put this together. It seems like Adian had been off on his own with, I don't remember what he calls his, like, I think it's the Bane. The Bane. With, like, his army. So I think it's been a while since they've seen him. And also, they hadn't met Selena before. Until... Uh, The lies you tell. Kale hadn't met Selena before. Kale had not met Selena before. Right. But the king... I just don't understand how he didn't put two and two together. Yeah, because she was like, she wouldn't look him in the eyes to like hide them. But like, I can still see what somebody's eyes look like if they're like that, no, like that different from turquoise, everybody else's eyes. Right. Yeah. Turquoise with this gold ring around it. Interesting. Anyways, so then it's also said here that Adion has a legendary temper. And I was like, I feel like that's important, but also like, I didn't get that from him whatsoever. But he said that he like worked on building up this reputation. Reputation. So that checks mm-hmm. out. 
He also has this black ring on his finger. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And it matches the one that the king and Parrington both have. Girl, I was nervous. Yep. The nerves shaking, yeah, Shaking in my boots. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, and then it switches to Dorian's point of view. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but we learn that this is actually the second time we hear about it. But Dorian has met Aelin, Selena, mm-hmm. and Adion before when they were kids. Because he kept saying yes. he knew they... Him and Adion knew each other as children. So yes. again, I'm like, how do you not put that together? And like when the interaction is described later, like they interacted. Yeah, it wasn't like in passing. Right. So I just, are you slow? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um kale describes the scar that selena gave him as a permanent reminder of everything he'd lost so it seems at this point he knows that there's not really a chance of him and selena getting back together like Mm -hmm. he's not holding out hope that like she'll come back and like they can get back together is what it seems like to me i feel like this line was written like oh my god i feel sorry for me but (laughs) i don't i'm not saying all i'm getting at is it seems like it's final for him mm-hmm. that they're not getting back together, which I feel like is important because it's not like Selena's moving on and Kale's still like sitting there patiently waiting, you know? Oh, so you think he's going to try to move on? I wonder. Him and Adian. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well that. No, I'm just no. joking. I don't think that's going to happen. Fanfic? <laughs> No one, no one has delivered on this Selena, Dorian, and Kale fanfic. And I want to go looking, but again, I don't want to spoil anything for myself. So I'm going to wait till I finish the series. But we will find it. The author of that fanfic from Akatar had DM'd me and she's like, oh, hey, like, I'm the author on that. I'm about to DM her and be like, I need you to get to work. I need you. Like, let me tell you what I want. Now. And you can make it happen. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to DM her. <laughs> I'm going to DM her and be like, listen, please. please. I'm begging you. Sorry, go ahead. I'm so, I, just, I get so no, I distracted. Okay, yeah. Mm, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say like, okay, I know now what one couple is going to be. And I've seen a spoiler. Mm-hmm, for, for another, another couple already. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know who Kale ends up with. Yeah, me neither. And that's kind oh, of the exciting either. part, though. Okay, that is exciting. I don't. It's not confirmed. Oh, you have a theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I not just gonna get had into a that. theory, but I wonder if it's the same. We're not going to get into We're not going to get off track. I, I know, I'm just saying. I just... Had a theory, and I just wonder if it's the same. That's all. So, Adian was gifted the sword of Orinth by the king, which Kale's like, that should be Selena's by right, which is true, but the king doesn't know that Selena's Aelin because, duh, that would have kind of spoiled everything. Right. So, I I foresee a scene in Adian and Aelin meeting and 
here's here's your sword back. Yeah. And a kiss on the mouth, because that's what it seems like he wants from her. But <laughs> but maybe that's just me. It's but so it seems nice. like he's like he's down bad from what I've gathered. It, it was so disgusting. Like it was disgusting the way it was implied. I'm not here for it. Anyways. Mm. Um, and then Dorian's trying to... Sorry, I keep... Okay. So then Dorian's trying to understand why Kale sent Selena to Wendelin. And Kale says, I sent her to do what needs to be done. But then after this, he says that his number one priority is to keep Dorian protected. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wondering to myself, like, how far is he going to go to protect... Dorian like I feel like we get that towards the end okay we can get into that later okay um and then this is the first time we get Manon's point Mm -hmm. of view which I went to high school with a girl with this name spelt exactly the same but she said it was Mano okay but Manon, according to SJM, so. That's what we're going to roll with. Okay, is this Crochan? Because I see the CR. Crochan. Okay. That's where I'm. I'm making this up as I go. I know, but I see see the CR, but like when I read it, my brain didn't see the CR. So I kept saying Cochran, and I was like, no, that's not right. But like, that's what my brain kept reading. That's what my brain. (laughs) You're correct. That's wrong. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm correct about being incorrect. Cool. Yes. I know that's wrong, but like my brain was just like Cochrane and I was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. This is this is the problem. I know. We're almost 30 I minutes know. in. Come on. And we've gotten three chapters. Chelsea. <laughs> okay. Um, so Manon's point of view, she's hiding from some villagers and they think that she's a Croatian witch. And uh, they want to kill her. And she does the damn thing. Like, this was so badass, but also, like, terrifying. terrifying. I was like, what is going on? I thought Selena was scary when she came in with that head. Yes. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> like, That was, was still scary. pretty good, though. It was still yeah. good. But, and then she was, like, wrong kind of witch when he kept calling her a crochet witch. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I love the smart mouth on these girls. Yes. Like, we're here for it. Yes. I'm excited to see where her character goes. It was honestly kind of boring in this book, but I could see it getting more interesting as time goes oh, on. Oh, gosh. People are going to come at you with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> like I'm a witch. So. <laughs> okay, stop. So she's stopping Chelsea. It didn't do anything <sighs> she's described as having silver white hair with dagger sharp teeth that come from these slits that are high in her gums so like the iron teeth like and like come down and i was like okay and then but did she, she have has, regular teeth it that's what it sounds like she has normal teeth but then the iron teeth like I could be wrong, but I thought that the iron teeth came down on top of them. I thought that too, which was just like, I was just like, I don't even know how to picture this in my head. I don't know. She has iron nails and she's the heir. 
not the hair, the <laughs> heir to the Blackbeak witch clan. And she hunts Croatian witches in her free time. So that's mm-hmm. what I gathered from her POV. Okay. Anything to add? No. no. You nailed it. No. Okay, and... <laughs> Chelsea, stop! I want to focus! <laughs> no pun intended. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to whoever's listening right now. We're, we're trying our best to stay focused and that's obviously not working. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we switch back to Selena's point of view. And as soon as I saw this again, I was like, gosh, here we go, Chelsea. The little folk come back up in this chapter when Selena and Rowan are trying to sleep in the forest. And there's these three sets of small glowing eyes that are watching her. Interesting. That's just so wild. Like, where did these little folk come from? Were they mentioned in the past? Oh, they were the the infant-sized footprints that I was so stuck on. And you were like, I don't know. Anyways, um, and she also said that they were known for leaving behind gifts of food and flowers, which is so crazy because I feel like that's what they did in Crown of Midnight. But anyways, I'm done. Okay. And then in this chapter is also when we find out that Mab, which is one of the three fake queens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It said that Mab had been very much mortal when she tied her life to the human prince who loved her so fiercely. They also okay. say this later on about how two of them mm-hmm. gave up their immortality for mm-hmm. a mortal human. Love. So, yeah. Yeah. So I just felt like that's going to be important. Okay. I don't know okay. who's going to do it, but I feel like that's important. Um, and then she also is like thinking to herself, all these eyes are looking at her and she's saying that she wonders if they know what happened to their brethren in the West, like the other mm-hmm. fae and fairies in the West. And she said, she whispered, they still live. And then all the eyes vanished. And that felt a little significant creepy to me. Oh, <laughs> significant, but also creepy. Okay. Just these little eyes watching her. Anyways. Yeah. Switch to Dorian's point of view. There's so much, like, POV jumping, but it is kind of hard to, like, only pull out, like, each character because of stuff that happens in between. Anyways. Dorian's point of view. Um, We find out that he visits the tomb every other night for just the pure silence. Um, He's talking to the king about Adion. Adion, Adion, Adion. I don't remember how I'm I was saying, saying it Adion. Oh. Okay. Um, and the king says, I have my ways of leashing Adion should I need to. For now, his brazen irreverence amuses me. So the king thinks that he has control of Adion mm-hmm. and what's going on there. Well, we still think. Interesting. That At he this has point, control. we still think. Yeah. Yes. And then, because that would just kind of, like, cemented it. Not only was it the fact that he had the black ring on, but then also yeah. the king being like, oh, I have my ways. You're like, ah, oh. mm-hmm. He's about to be a pain in the ass. 
Then Dorian is forced to accompany Adion on this walk around the gardens. And at one point, Adion trips Dorian into this thorny wall. And it just felt weird. Yeah, especially knowing what I know now. I don't yeah. really understand the purpose of this. Was it like him just keeping up appearances? Or maybe, it just but like nobody was weird. watching. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody so, was watching. Why? I yeah, I don't I didn't get it. You're right. It was very weird. I don't know. And then this is also when Dorian notices that Adion's eyes are strangely familiar, which checks out. Strangely familiar. Yeah, as if he hadn't Whoa. met Adion before. Yeah, I again, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so then after this strange interaction, Dorian goes to the healer's catacombs, which are in the stone part of the castle. Mm-hmm. And he says that they have a they have healers in the glass part, but he always goes down. Um, and okay. this is where we meet Sorsha. Yep. Is that how we're saying it? Okay. Yes. So he describes Sorsha as pretty but not beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Rough. Uh-huh. Okay. And he points out her tan skin and her brown hair. And um, he says that it implies she might have relatives from Eelway. Mm-hmm. And then he notices that this is the same healer that helped them in all their weird battles in the last book. Yes. And didn't report any of it. Um, and he felt bad because he couldn't remember her name. She's been working there for six years. Yeah. And he's just now noticing her because nothing better's around, essentially. I'm so sorry. He's bored. Like, I don't mean no, to... Legit. I don't mean to be that person. We thought he was bored, or I thought he was bored, when he was trying to get with Selena. He was like, oh, she's right. like the new hot toy. And also, she wasn't showing interest in him, so he was like, okay, obviously have to go after her. Mm-hmm. But now he's pretty but not beautiful. That's rough. Imagine. Imagine hearing your significant other say, yeah, she's pretty, but she's not beautiful. Um. <laughs> like, what? It, yeah, it was. <sighs> but then halfway through the chapter, we switch over to Sorsha's point of view. And she, she talks weird. about how <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. She talks about how she would check on Selena and she would find the prince holding her in bed. And this just reminded of he has a big heart, his highness. It's <laughs> like mm-hmm. Chelsea's gonna a love big this. Heart one. Indeed. <laughs> um and Sorsha always notes that she was jealous when she saw this. And it's like, mm-hmm. who are you? Je- well, <laughs> jealous of what? Yeah. That's weird. But because at the end of the chapter, she says that she's been in love with him ever since she laid her eyes on him. Six years ago. That's weird. Yeah. Having never had a conversation with him and she's just like pining this whole time. That's weird. Just feels strange. Mm-hmm. Strange then- is just another word for weird. That's... <laughs> 
That's weird. Okay. So then she also says that she noticed when it stopped being the prince who was the one to be comforting her and when it kind of switched over to the captain when, like, after she was poisoned. And she described him. I know you're going like, go ahead, go ahead. She describes him as acting like a beast in a cage. And I highlighted it and I was like, hot, hot. Because if it was any other man acting like a beast in a cage, Chelsea would be eating that shit up. No. She'd be like, yeah. Listen. So when I read your comment, I was like, yeah, that's hot. But I guess when I read it and I was like, she's talking about Kayla, I was like, okay. <laughs> but, you know. Um, and we learn here that Sorsha, Sorsha was the daughter of two dead immigrants from a village in Finharo that was burned to ash. And she points out how Dorian is the heir to a mighty kingdom, but that didn't stop her from loving him for six years. Like, anyways. She then talks about this letter that she has to write to her friend, this weekly letter she writes to her friend, which I didn't even, like, I highlighted this, but I didn't even, like, store it in the noggin, because anything happening with her, I was just like, whatever. Yeah, I missed this completely. Chelsea, stop hitting the keys on your keyboard. Oh, sorry, you can hear that. (laughs) So, um, this friend wants every detail about what's going on inside the palace, and then she said, just thinking of all the tasks gave her a headache okay interesting and i hyper focused on this because i was like the only other time we're seeing headache is because of this use of magic so let me be crazy for a second but i was thinking what if the king was like controlling the amount of information she was giving to ren do you get where i'm going no I mean, I do. Put on a seatbelt. But... We're, we're going. Okay. Click. <laughs> because in my head, and like, I could just be insane. Okay. But I was like, maybe it's the king controlling her somehow. And he's basically providing misinformation through Sorsha to this rebel group. So that they never catch on to what he's actually doing. Does that make sense? It would. Except. Well, we never. Hear of or see her wearing any sort of black. Stone jewelry. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then later on in the book, he says. She threw that letter in the trash and it was found. Mm-hmm. And that's how he figured it out. So I feel like that debunks that a little bit. But I'm not going to say you're crazy because, like, this is anything could happen. Also, she could just have a headache. <laughs> she could just have a headache. She could, like, crazy theory. Might be the Maybe one her head normal just headache. <laughs> but, like, she said that she had a headache. So wild. I was like. <laughs> but you don't get what I'm saying, though? Because, like, no, every time it's a headache. So I was like. People who have read the whole series, I'm sure, are listening to this. Like, <laughs> you're absolutely insane. But just let me be no. insane. Right. No, I get it. I get it. So. Yeah. Switch back to Selena's point of view. She says that Rowan had shown as much interest in her as he would a pile of shit on the side of the road. And I said, that's a true gentleman. What a gem. 
And I bet Chelsea's like, oh my god. <laughs> so listen, I have to tell you a funny story. So I'm gonna try to make it. I'm gonna try to make it so fast. But I had a friend in from uh, in from out of town um, for Thanksgiving, and we were in the car and we were driving, and I don't remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about this old guy I used to talk to, and I was like, yeah, he was just like being too attentive, and I didn't like it. Like, ignore me. That shit gets me going. And she was in the passenger seat, like. Crying, laughing. She's like, "What is wrong with you? What is the matter with you?" So, like, yeah, this statement rings true. But like, and I'll touch on this a little later. There's one thing to be like a little mean, like teasing, but the shit he says to her, I would be crying. Like, no. I would be a mess. I could never talk to this person again. The way that he speaks to her. I'm like, dude, I get tough love, but relax. Like, take it back six notches because it's too much. He does overdo it a little bit, but I am going to say it when it gets there because I have a theory. Okay, then they finally make it to Maeve, Queen of the Fae. And the chapter ends with her saying, hello, Aelin Galathinius. Her middle name's Ash River? No, I think it's just like a double last name. Yeah. But is it Galathinius Ash River? I keep getting it confused. It's Ash River River Galathinius. Yes. Carry on. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Now who's Uh, not focused? Okay, no, I'm I'm locked in. So this is when we find out that Rowan is a prince and he comes from Maeve's Maeve's sister Mora's bloodline and he is described as Maeve's nephew of sorts I was like is he your nephew or isn't he because nephew of sorts and nephew two different things in my book yes okay and then she says an extremely distant relation of yours there is some ancient ancient ancestry linking you and I had seen all the fan art of Rowan and like I figured that he was a love interest and so I was like but he's her cousin. When I got to this part, because mm-hmm. obviously you were ahead of me. When I got to this part, I immediately texted you. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes. I was like, are they freaking related? Like, chill. Like, stop. This is not real. Because, like... It's gross. I don't care about so much, the whole royal... He's so much older than her. <laughs> Stop. He's so much older than her. You know there are people that hear that sound and they feel oh. the desire to actually throw up, so don't yes, do my that. my mom is one of those people. <laughs> so he's like years and years and years older than her, so that's like the distant relation, but I was like, no. No. Like, if you're cousins, you're cousins. That part. But it seems like they just kind of brush this off. They're just like... It's never addressed, and you lie. No. No, 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 no. It is kind of addressed twice after this. So let me get into it when we, when we get there, because you're like, oh, you lied. No, I didn't. He does kind of address it, but they don't... He doesn't say, like... No, I remember what you're talking about now, because I saw the note earlier, and I'm yeah. like... Oh, it's... One of them is actually down here a little bit. Anyways, keep going. 
Okay, so we'll get to it in a second. While she's there, Maeve is trying to get into her head, and it's described as razor-sharp slicing against her mind. And then she reveals that she knows that Selena has the ability to summon flame, and it's so rare, super rare, and she says, few exist who possess more than an ember of it, fewer still who can master its wildness. And I just wanted to pause right here and say, I have a feeling there's going to be some kind of enemy that is also a fire wielder. Like, because it's so rare and like, you know what I mean? No, yeah, I see what you're saying. So here they talk about how no one has ever really lived to see Maeve's other form, like her other animal form or something. Mm -hmm. And then they say the only description they have is shadows and claws and darkness to devour your soul. That's scary. One. Which sounds a lot like those things at the end. Oh, yes. No, yes. I agree. But where I'm confused is like she says that all fae have an animal form and that doesn't sound like an animal to me. Okay, but neither does a human. A human is a mammal. It's yes, an, it's I understand a, literal that, but animals. when you're, I know we're animals, Chelsea, thank you for the science lesson, but what I'm getting at is that when you think of someone's animal form, I'm thinking fey, bird. Or human. Fey, bird. Or human. Fey, wolf. Fey. Or human. Hotter fey. You know? Hotter fey. <laughs> or human. Human is an yeah, animal. Yeah, but the fact that the human one is an option, this doesn't, like, that makes sense. Like, yeah, okay. Well, what animal Shadows, do you Shadows, claws, know? and darkness. Okay. It's um, fantasy. We, uh, Go ahead. Also, <laughs> for those who are just listening, I just gave Sarah the side eye. <laughs> um, we also learn here that Maeve always wanted to see her. Um, when she was younger, like beg, like told her mom, like bring, bring her to see me, and her mother was hiding her. So that was interesting. I think Maeve's the villain. She's definitely the villain. Like, there's just something's not adding up with her. No, I definitely think she's a villain or going to be a villain. Yes. Yeah, in like, the future. Yeah. 110,000%. <gasps> Queen of Shadows. Moving on. Shadows <laughs> and Claws and Darkness. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Possible. The cover of this book? The cover of this book? Did you see? Of Air of Fire? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's the Fairy and Gap. Yeah, right. And then it's like the Hawk. The wyvern. Oh, the hawk. The hawk on the top, which is Rowan. And the wyvern. And then yeah. the wyvern in the water. Oh, so cool. is it the fairy in Gap? Mm. I, just, I thought it was a wyvern. I didn't see the hawk. So. Yeah. Um, Selena says that she wants Maeve to answer her questions about the word keys. And Maeve's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So all you're going to have to do is you're going to go with Prince Rowan. And then you're going to master your powers. He's going to train you. And then you're going to come back here when he says that you're ready. Right? We love it when they train them. Okay. Okay. And then <laughs> relax. And then 
Selena like changes her original sentence and she's like, you're going to answer the questions truthfully about the word keys. And Maeve's like, oh, so you actually know what's up. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have to answer truthfully before. So she then knows what's up. Maeve reveals that she's doing this because she wants Selena to become who she was born to be. She wants her to become queen. But I don't see that being true. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, does she really want her to be queen? I am conflicted on this because part of me is like, yeah, that's BS. But then another part of me is like, maybe she wants to like bring her over to the dark side, so to speak. Okay. And they like as powerful as she is and as powerful as Selena, Aelin will be. Mm -hmm. Like she's like together, you know, we can rule the world or some kind of crazy (laughs) mess like that. So I don't know. I'm truly conflicted on that one. Okay. I There's a point later that I'll, I'll make. Okay. It'll be in like the next chapter or two. Okay. Um, so Selena and Rowan leave the study and Selena is just like pushing Rowan's buttons. She is just like fucking annoying the shit out of him because she can. And okay, they're pushing each other's buttons. But um, she doesn't want him calling her Aelin. And he says, it's your name. I'm not going to call you anything different. And throughout the entire book, he never once calls her Selena. He only calls her Aelin. Princess. That too. Attention. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Anyways, remember, remember the last episode where you were like, this is just going to be me fangirling over Kale the whole time? Kale. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is me fangirling you... over Rowan. Like, the no, no, no. Time. We were... Both fangirling over Kale. Don't even pretend. Because you were right there. I remember that. <laughs> okay, run it back. Because you were right there. You were right there. Being like, um, Dorian who? You no, were right Dorian. there. <laughs> Do not recall. Um, so then uh, Rowan is saying something about Maeve. And he says, mm-hmm. my aunt. Yep. And Selena's like, interesting not our aunt my aunt and i'm just like i'm lost i just like just pieced something together do tell if you say i'll bring it up later oh i'm gonna scream go ahead no 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 no. i'll tell you now it happens at the end of the book but like this is just like a thought that popped into my head Okay? okay happens at the end 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 of the book but when Aelin is fighting these creature things and mm-hmm. Rowan sees her from afar and she has that mark on her head, like, and then Maeve is like, oh, actually that mark basically means it like, it's like the bastard mark of somebody. And it, it was like Brandon's mark originally and it's passed down to everybody in his line. Mm-hmm. So my question is, or like my, what I'm proposing is that like, at some point, they're not actually related. Okay. You don't because think I she's feel like a descendant I, of Mab? Well, because if I feel like if they were related, maybe that'd be something that's mentioned. Like, I feel like I would have seen a spoiler for that. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's going to be something revealed later that like, oh, they're not actually related. And here's why. Because 
he was the bastard of so-and-so, which means that he's not directly linked to blah, blah, blah. Map. Which makes them not officially cousins. Hmm. You know? But she would still be their aunt. Yeah, but is she really Uh, Selena's aunt? Because she's so young. Like, she's so many generations later. I don't know. That's just something that, like, I just pieced together in my little Coco Melon head. I'm here for it. I don't want them to be related at all. It's too weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I mean, he's still hot, but he's not my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Stop it. Okay. So then Selena. <laughs> oh my God. She says, um, Faye, like you, make me understand the King of Adderland's actions a bit more. And Rowan literally punches her in the face. Like, does not hold back, straight up punch in the face. My yeah. jaw was on the floor. I was like, right. No way he just hit her like that. What what did I say in the last one? I was like, didn't see that coming. <laughs> but she later on says that she deserved that punch so i was like yeah at least she's not like oh my god why'd he hit me she's like no i deserved it no i mean she did because that was a messed up statement no it was and all because he just didn't want to call her selena he was like your name's aelin i'm gonna call you aelin yeah um okay she's assigned kitchen duty when they get to this fortress what's the name of the fortress I know it, but now that you're saying <laughs> no, it's okay. it, it's okay. I don't need to know. It's not Doranel because that's where Maeve is. So she's assigned kitchen duty in the morning, and she has all her weapons taken away from her, and she's told she needs to earn them back. At some point after this, this is what I told you when I was like, they address it barely, but she says to Rowan, "We're related, you know." And he says, we've as much blood in common as I do with the fortress pig boy. So that tells me there is no cross-contamination, you know? Cross-contamination? <laughs> you get what I'm, I'm saying? I'm sorry, though? what? Yes, but ew. Yeah, I guess. I just need it explained better. I- I'm a logistics I agree. person. I need it to, to make sense. You can't just say that they're both descendants of the same three sisters and then just be like, oh, but they, they're not related. Like, um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's not what that means. <laughs> make that make sense. Yep. Okay, so then we go to chapter nine. We have Manon's point of view. Um, to be honest, I don't know what's going on here. But we're learning about... <laughs> you smiling. We're learning <laughs> I'm about... i be honest, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning about her 13, which is her clan, right? Yep. Okay. It seems like it's like a sub-clan within the Black Oh, okay. Clan. Yeah, that's where I was lost. Okay, so we're learning about her 13, and she says that they do not have a reputation for mercy or for making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they're some badasses. Um, And then we learn about how she was decided to be the heir of the Blackbeak clan. See, that's mm-hmm. confusing. Um, so she talks about the heirloom of the Black B 
speak, say that five times fast, clan's purest bloodline <laughs> is gold-flecked black eyes. And she says the eyes were the most cherished trait in their clan, but Manon never bothered to learn why. That feels important to me. Okay. And then it says that when Manon was born, her eyes were wholly of pure dark gold. And the matron, her grandmother, had carried her away from her daughter's still cooling corpse and proclaimed Manon her heir. It's Manon. a rough world. Manon. That's what I said. <laughs> you said it the first time. It's a rough world. Did her daughter well, die during childbirth? Did she kill her? Manon says later on that she basically like came out of her mom, like tore out of her mom. And I was like, whoa, relax. Like, right. <laughs> rewind. But she says that she basically like tore out of her mom. And I was like, oh, okay. that's what we're doing now. Okay. I don't know. But yeah. instead of having I'm, gold flecks and black eyes, she has, she has solid gold all eyes. Gold. Right. So that just feels super Significant. important. Yeah. Um, this is also where she says there were few sounds she enjoyed more than the groans of dying men, but the wind was one of them. <laughs> She's terrifying. She's like, really scary. But now I know where we are. This is when they get to Omega, right? Yes. Okay, yes. sorry. <laughs> well, no. No. They're technically not yeah, there they're yet. they're walking through the Omega when she says that, right? Not yet, because... Oh. Yeah, not yet. Okay. Um, okay. We find out that it's been 10 years since she's been able to fly, and... Her grandmother says that she was born soulless and heartless as a black beak ought to be. And I thought this was just like, oh, yeah, got no heart. But I think she literally has no heart because it's again mentioned later. Right? Yes, but I, but I can't tell if it's like she's actually she actually has no heart or, oh, she just is very like brutal. She's so heartless. I think I think that the ancestors and the matrons like tell them that they literally have no heart but I think and this is a theory that Manon's gonna realize that like I really do have a like there's literally a heart in there Manon but whatever <laughs> don't come for me in the comments guys well I get what you're saying it's like Oh, you're heartless, you're heartless, you're heartless. And then JK. Like, yeah. That's like the I think secret it's something button that to push they literally like... just tell them. Yeah. Okay. I could see it. Yeah. Um, we also get a little bit more of a description of Manon here um, with the addition of alabaster skin and burnt gold eyes. And it said that she'd been told by ill fated men that she was as beautiful as a fake queen. That felt significant. Wow. Missed that line completely. I just, I feel like that's important to compare her it, beauty to a fae queen. A fae queen, right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that seems super important. Um, so they're gathered in wherever their clan is, or I don't know what it's called. <laughs> they're gathered somewhere. 
They're gathered somewhere. <laughs> and they announced that Baba Yellow Legs is dead. Okay, so mm-hmm. for clarity, more for myself than anybody else. These are the Iron Teeth Witches. And there's yes. three clans. The Black Beaks, the Yellow Legs, and the Blue Bloods. Which all of them have blue blood. So that's mm-hmm. confusing. Okay. But yeah. So Baba Yellow Legs is dead. That's where we left off. Okay. Then they're also told almost immediately after this that they need to assemble in the Farian Gap because the king needs riders for his wyvern. And it's revealed that he's been breeding them in the gap all these years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he'll let them keep the wyvern after they've served him, which I don't think is 100% true, but maybe that's just me okay. being like, like, I'm not trusting of anybody. I'm just like, like, what, what would he have to gain from letting them leave with the wyvern? No, I get that, but I don't think he's going to be able to get them back. Like, how do you think you're going to do that, sir? Yeah. I mean, he's got some kind of magic, obviously. Well, okay. True. So... And we don't know, like, the bounds of his magic. Like, we don't know what he's capable of doing, really. So, Mm -hmm. okay. then cut over to Kale's point of view. Uh, He finds out that... Stop shaking your head and rolling your eyes, I swear to God. Kale finds out that Adian has been... (laughs) Anybody watching the video can see that you're doing Well, it'll be our little secret. (laughs) Kale finds out that Adian has been throwing these parties and inviting his guards to join... And he decides that he's going to crash one of these parties and essentially find out what Adian is up to. Yeah. Because it's so, suspicious. And it is. And then, so he goes to crash one of these parties and he's looking for Adian and he cannot find him anywhere. And everybody's like, oh, he he went over there. He went upstairs. I saw him by the mm-hmm. piano. And Kale's like, what? the heck is going on yeah where is he he can't find him no yeah it was like i was like okay this is suspicious then we cut back over to selena this is all over the place but cut back over to selena and she finds this tin of solve at her door with a letter that says you deserved it Maeve sends her wishes for a speedy recovery is he saying you deserved the ass whooping that I gave you or you deserved the self? Because I think no, he's you saying deserve, you deserve that ass whooping. Here's no, something to make 100%. It. That's what he said. And then he also said Maeve sends her wishes for speedy recovery. I don't think that was accurate. I think he was giving okay. her the self. And he was just like, here. But really. Oh, like, Maeve wanted me to give this to you. Right? So that's <laughs> I, maybe I'm delusional, but that's where my head is. I mean, you could still be delusional, and this could be true. Okay. Um, why are you... Because. What? Why do I have to be delusional? You said you're delusional. I just was no. like, you're probably right. <laughs> you guys okay, see so how she talks to me? She thinks about Kale, and um, she thinks to herself, he had chosen the king, even though he claimed he loved her, he still loyally served that monster. I think that the only reason he's still serving the king is because Dorian exists. I don't think that he's like bros with the king, you know? I don't think that he's bros with the king. I think he's a punk. Ah! 
Ma'am. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get what you mean about him wanting to protect Dorian, and I think that that's totally true, but I think that even if he got Dorian out of the castle like he wanted to, if he didn't have to go to Annie L, he wouldn't leave because he's scared. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. And that's just how I feel about it. <laughs> um, so here we have... Selena and Rowan having an interaction mm-hmm. and he he looks at her I don't even remember what the heck was said but it was just a thought hold on what chapter are we on this is 11 he looks at her and something in italics it was in italics Oh, um, he's introducing her to um, Emrys and, and Luca, mm-hmm. and he looks at her, and it's, you wanted to remain unidentified, so go ahead, princess, introduce yourself with whatever name you want. But it's in italics, and it says, she could see the words in his eyes as clearly as if he'd spoke them. Yes. So I think this is the first hint at what we get the rest of the book. Me too. But this isn't the first, like, silent conversation that she's... Because, like, they have a silent no, it's not conversation really a conversa- later on. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's not really a conversation, but it, it it's, like, it's the first thing I think that's, like, in italics. And it's, like, she... It's almost as if he spoke them. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. interesting. Very interesting. You already so know where she's... my head is at. We're... <laughs> We're right there. She decides to use the name Alentia, which is the name that Nehemia gave her. R.I.P. Nehemia. Um, when she meets Luca and Emrys, which I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, not going with Selena. We're going with Alentia this time. Well, it was the meaning behind it, right? Yes. Use this. What did it mean? When all your other names are too was, heavy. There it is. I was like, I was just looking at it. Um, so I just thought that that felt fitting. Um, so she's in the kitchen with them and she's sitting at the table and she notices these nine iron figures, figurines on the mantle. And it was gods and goddesses. Okay. And she says there's two females in the center one crowned with a star and armed with a bow and quiver and i'm thinking deanna goddess of don't they say it's deanna no it just says one crowned with a star and armed with a bow and quiver the other being a polit bearing a polished bronze disc upheld between her raised hands she felt like they were watching her but the first one is definitely deanna right yeah, I thought they said it was Deanna, the, but no, they didn't say it was Deanna. At any point, well, in who's the, book? the second one? I don't know, girl. I don't know. I'm just talking about this part. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know, know that Deanna is the bow and quiver lady. But that's another name for Mab. Mab, which is yeah. uh, the line her. that she's from. Yeah, her right. Ancestor. Yeah, correct. Emrys is the first person to reveal that there are mates in this universe and that this bond is said to last beyond 
death. I was like, yep, this is what I signed myself up for. This is, we've been reading so many fantasy books where we're like, oh, they're going to be mates. And like, there are no mates in that world. And I'm just like, pause. Because did I send you that voice message or is that the one that I typed in my phone? Did I send that to you? You sent that that to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I typed something in my phone and I need to remember. Page 354, whenever we get there. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, it's time. Cause we've been like in so many books. We're like, oh, they're going to be mates. Psych. <laughs> they're going to yeah, be mates. Just kidding. Psych. That doesn't make oh, sense. So when, when Emerus was just casually like, oh yeah, my mate, I was like, thank God. It just hits so different. It really does. I love it. But and then I will say, so of course, this whole she could see the words in his eyes. I was like, mates. And then he said mates. And I was like, mates. But then other <laughs> things happened later, right? He said mates and I said mates. And then she said mates. And then I said mates. I'm saying we're all mates. <laughs> um, a why choose a mating situation. Stop. 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 <laughs> Rewind. Don't get sidetracked. This is not what we're focusing on right now. What I was going to say is that later on, some things happened that make me go, maybe not mates. Yeah, I don't think they are. (gasps) Stop it. Luca then explains the difference between a pure-blooded fae and a demi-fae. Mm-hmm. And then they're having a conversation about something i should really be more specific about things um but she says she says because i'm not half and Mm -hmm. i'm confused is she pure blooded fae i don't know but because her powers are so strong i was like she's probably pure blooded fae because like her powers are incredible whereas like the demi fae don't see that don't seem like they can wield their powers like that she said some of them can they're just not there they get taken to door yes because then luca was like oh which by the way whenever i say luca i think of the disney movie luca with the blue guy that's how he looks blue guy i'm saying with the fish guy the blue the the sea monster yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like but i imagine him in like his human form and like that's how i think luca looks in my head oh no i always imagine him in his fish form that doesn't make sense. What? Does it? No. Wow. I don't know. Okay. We find out from Luca that Maeve <laughs> likes to quote unquote collect gifted offspring in Doranel. But then, let me finish my point. Another no. No. Let me finish my point. And then Luca no, I'm and Emrys. Remember oh, this. On. Let okay. me. Let me finish. My goodness. Okay. So, <laughs> type in the thing. T- okay. Luca and Emrys say that there was a female who had raw magic. Who else has raw magic? Dorian. Dorian. There was a female who had raw magic, and she was there for a week before Maeve had her go to Doranel, and she was never heard from again. So, what I'm getting at is she wants Selena. Nope. That is not what I was going to say. 
She's never heard from again. Go ahead. No. Either one of two things. <laughs> She's killing them so that she remains to be like the most powerful. Is that what you were going to say? No. But I just had a thought. That makes a lot of okay. sense. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> She's either killing them so that she can continue to be the most powerful or some kind of sacrificial situation like we had with the king, what we think happened with the thing, the king, which I don't think actually happened, but some kind of like sacrifices them and she now has their power like the spider with Manon. Go ahead. Karanum. He said, if, if you're compatible, it works, but if not, you just absorb all their power and they die. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you think that's what it is? Oh, okay. Okay. Look at me figure stuff out. <laughs> you know, they get so excited. <laughs> so, yeah, that's crazy. So I think that she's either killing them somehow or I guess what you just did was put both of those theories together, that she's either killing them so she stays the most powerful or she's draining their power so that she can continue to be the most powerful. Yeah, it's both. It's just that weird term, Karenum. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But, but that, I think that's she's, what I think it is. The reason that she has her train with Rowan, other than the fact that his powers are like the opposite, is so that he can determine whether she's like ready or not. And then I don't know if he knows what she's doing, but she wants to determine that like she's basically strong enough before she's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take your powers. Does that make sense? I also think yeah. she's gonna try to get her hands on Dorian. But because Dorian's the only other character we know that has raw magic. So to be like, oh, there was a girl one time with raw magic. Never heard from her again. So they say there was a female there who had raw magic. And where they are, it's where all the demi fey go. Yes. So my question is, aside from witches and then fey and fairies, what other and healers, which I guess is just like a kind of witch, maybe. Mm-hmm. What other kind of people have magic so like are we gonna find out that dorian is part fey or is he a wizard which is just such a crazy word to me but you know what i mean a warlock (laughs) i don't know a boy Um, witch (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i guess we'll find out like he just randomly has magic what is he you know great question i wish i had answers all right Okay, now that we're out of that rabbit hole, yes. we cut over. Oh my god, we cut over to Manon. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when they're entering the Omega. Mm-hmm. And yeah. okay, so this is a direct quote from the book. It says, no matter how deep you go into the Omega's stone halls, the shrieks and roars vibrated in the stone. The air pulsed with the boom of leathery wings and the floor hissed with the scrape of talon on rock. So... The only reason that I pulled this was I was like, okay, the boom of leathery wings and Caltain and yeah, who was the other guy? Uh, um, uh, Roland. There right? it is. Yes, Roland and Caltain were both like, oh, these wings, these wings, these wings. So it just mm-hmm. like further cemented. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. 
And then there's this black bridge that connects the Omega to the Northern Fang. And Manon says that this stone just smells wrong. And that there were prisoners that smelled like that too. Which, do we ever see these prisoners? Do we get a description of them? No, I didn't know there were prisoners. Caltine and Roland? <gasps> that the prisoners smelled like that too. The whole place reeked. But Caltaine married the Duke and she's in Marath with him. That's where that's where everyone was told she went. The only prisoners that I know of would be Roland and Caltaine at this point in time. Okay. Right? I'm following. Yeah, I'm following. Okay. Hmm, interesting. We also find out that all yellow legs have to wear their iron teeth and nails on permanent display. And it's like some rule. Who made that rule? And why? I'm telling you, they, the, the ancestors or the matrons, like, they're just, like, enforcing stuff. The matrons but I don't are remember wild. You pulled this quote directly? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought they did it by choice. They always wore them on permanent display. So I missed this by rule. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was by choice. Um, so we find out that as the heir to the Blackbeak clan, it's Manon's job to basically protect the High Witch, which is her grandmother, even if it meant sacrificing herself. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, the dynamics between the witches, kind of strange. Kind of weird. Yeah. Like, when... It happens later on, but when Manon... Was I saying Manon earlier? I don't know. Manon... <laughs> when Manon was like... um, Something happened to her, and then Astrin got her ass handed to her because she wasn't watching Manon. I said, that's Manon's fault. That's your fault you got yeah. your ass beat. No. I get... Asterin getting beat up for not protecting Manon, but to say that it's the heir's duty to protect the High Witch, even if it means sacrificing themselves, you would think you want to protect the heir at all costs. You know? Yeah. You wouldn't want the heir to sacrifice herself. Yeah, exactly. So that did seem strange to me, too. Um, and also, sword name seems very important to me throughout this book, so Manon's sword is Windcleaver. Mm -hmm. Which checks out. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, yeah. Then they get to see the different wyvern and Manon basically falls in love with the biggest and the baddest one. It has this venomous tail. Its name is Titus, which I was mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I was like, okay, the most badass wyvern you got back there, you're going to name him Titus. It just feels weird. Like the. Yeah. Because what she ends up naming her wyvern is mm -hmm. more of like a, oh, that name yeah. has some ass behind it, but Titus. Some ass behind it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you started, the, well, you finished this quote, but I feel like the beginning of this quote is also important. Okay. So it says. Magic was gone, and yet this was possible. This creation of magnificent beasts. So, 
do you think these wyvern were created or do you think he got them by opening a portal to another world? I think they're being created. Okay. What do you think? I'm assuming. I don't know. That's why I asked. (laughs) Because when I saw this, I'm like, but he has the power to open portals. So now I'm like, is he creating them or is he pulling them from somewhere else? Okay. I get what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but basically she comes to the realization that like Titus is going to be hers. Like there is yeah. no other wyvern, wyvern for her. And I was just like, Delusion. okay. <laughs> I was just like, okay, great. Good for you. I wasn't just really, like us. I, was, I wasn't really too invested in what was going on there. Yeah. It felt too basic almost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Exactly. Then we cut back over to Selena, and uh, he, this is when he calls her princess for the first time. I think he says, "Well, verbally, uh, yeah." So he says, "Go ahead and be as nasty as you want, princess, because I've been ten times as nasty for ten times longer than you've been alive." So that's me estimating he's How in nasty? the Chelsea. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Relax. Relax. So that's me guessing that he's about 200 years old or older than that. Okay. Oh, you're doing the math? I'm trying to figure out. Because it's also said later on, like in my 200 years or something, I think he's around 200 something years old. I just want to know how old he is. Um, I know you were eating this up. So then (laughs) there's this training scene um and she's talking talking and he says shut your smart ass mouth and shift this whole training scene i was like is rowan doing it for me right now because it it was doing the damn thing it was doing the damn thing okay i was like yes sir (laughs) okay (laughs) Mm. oh okay so then at one point he pins her down at one point, he pins her down. And so- <laughs> Not we need to at be, the same time. We need to be institutionalized. Like, what is wrong with us? Okay. So then Rowan has her pinned down, and he says, You are a child and a spoiled one at that, and you are a coward, which... Oof. That hurt. Yeah. And then after this, he calls her pathetic. And I was like, okay, wait. It was kind of hot before. Now, <laughs> we're crossing a yeah. line. As soon as he said coward, like, I was like, oof. <laughs> it was like, ooh, shut your smart ass mouth. You're like, oh, yes, that's it. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, you're a coward and you're pathetic. And you're like, ugh. <laughs> Relax. Right. Like, right. Stop right there. Then yeah, they're training again. Fun later and he wants her to make it through this field that has whites which i don't know what that is me either some creature and then once she makes it through this field then they could go to doranel and i was like there's no way she's going to be able to make it through the field because if it was that easy like book over you know right and i still want to know what a white is and i feel like i want to go i need to go back and look at the wording because 
Did he say if you make it through the field, then we'll go to Dornell? Because if that's what he said, he kind of went back on his word. You know? I don't know. It's chapter 13 if you want to look it up. I mean, I'll I'll worry about that. No. Okay. (laughs) You're not going to look it up later. So then she doesn't come across a white, whatever that is, but she does come across something that has pale skin, night dark hair, and what she describes as unfathomable beauty. So this thing starts making her see images of, like graphic images from the night that her parents well, like, she found her parents. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is happening? Because it just, like, shifted right. so quickly. I was like, what are we doing? How did we get here? Yeah. She was, like, enveloped in darkness. And then it was like, boom. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh. Yeah. Let's rewind and it a also, second. like, it flashed from her parents and then it went to Nehemia. Like, those are the two deaths that are, like, on her soul. Mm-hmm. Which I was kind of like... Why just those two? Like, what about Sam? I mean, I know we're, like, four books later. But, like, but what about Sam? What about Sam? Like, was his not that impactful? I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Well, because Sam does get brought up later. I know, but it was just, like... They can't give you all of it at once. I know. It just didn't make a lot of sense to me. So this thing terrified her so badly that it made her vomit and wet herself. And I was, like... After seeing Selena as this, like, peak badass from, like, especially, I feel like we got a lot of badassery in Assassin's Blade, but then to, like, Mm -hmm. come into this and be like, she wet herself. The hell's happening here? You know? Well, and I'm gonna say something that's, like, probably kind of fucked up. But. But. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But. It was just, like, when she was talking, okay. Like, I get that the night she found her parents, like, that is, like, horrible. Very and same traumatic. thing with Nehemia. But, like, I just expected something scarier. Okay. Like, you know? Your worst like, nightmare. Like, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't think that's that fucked up, but I get what you're Okay. I didn't Maybe want it to I'm be, like, insensitive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just possible. two of us together. Um... But I do like when she was like, this isn't real, this isn't real, like, kind of in a way to, like, ground her. I felt like that was going to help her get out, and I thought it was really smart. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, myself included, would have just been, like, scared shitless. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have been thinking this isn't real. No. Um. So she gets out, and she runs straight to Rowan, and then she starts, like, shifting into her fae form back and forth, like, over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's like excruciatingly painful to shift, which is wild. Um, and then she passes out. Yes. And then she wakes up. It, well, okay. So she was thinking to herself when she was shifting back and forth, like this is the magic coming out and it's at last unleashed. And then she thinks magic and then she passes out mm-hmm. like mid thought. And then she wakes up and she's thinking and that last thought about magic and then Rowan starts talking and I'm like, what about magic? (laughs) What's going on with the magic? Like, I still don't understand what was happening. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to help me out with that one. (laughs) 
No, because I was hyper-focused on what happened next, because this is when we get... Okay, hold on. So we come to find out that this thing wasn't a white, and that it's the first time that we get this silent conversation between Rowan and Selena. It says, he seemed to say, and then it's in italics, that thing should not have been there. And then she says, then what the hell was it, you stupid bastard? But it's like, I get it when you look at somebody and you can like, kind of like figure out what they're saying but details like this there's there's no way there's not enough eyebrow lifting you can do to convey you stupid bastard unless you're you're speaking mind to mind you know i'm gonna enforce that this isn't just face reading and actual like mind to mind connection because what i pointed out earlier in italics was her looking at him predicting, guessing, reading his face, however you want to say it, and he called her princess, and he hadn't called her princess yet. Mm -hmm. And then later, he calls her princess out loud. So it's like, how would you have assumed that he was going to call you princess, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that they're really speaking mind to mind. They're speaking mind to mind, in my head. Oh, for sure. Okay. We're both being delusional then. Oh, be delusional. I, and they're going to say later that they aren't, and I'm still going to be delusional about it. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut over to Kale's point of view. No eye roll. No eye roll. No. Okay. <laughs> you weren't fast enough. He's trying to track down Adian, and um, I think he has a meeting with his dad at some point in this chapter. Um, and he says, he wonders to himself, what purpose then does his father have in wanting him to return so quickly? Which I was like, yes, great point. Okay, so I think that's the point when they had the negotiation. He was like four months, three months, two months, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they landed on two months. So I think that's what that was. Yes. But yeah, I don't know why he wants him back so quickly. You know what I think? Well, Tell I can't. Me make the comparison because that's kind of a spoiler for another book. But what I will say is that I don't think that Lord Is it Westfall? Is it Westfall? I don't know. I don't think that his dad is as bad as they want us to think he is. And you know what connection I'm making. Yes. Um, Okay. You think his dad's in the know? I think his dad might know something. Okay. I like that. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then after that, Dorian goes to see Sorsha again because apparently he's just getting injured injured left and right. Um, And he goes down there and he's trying to have a conversation with her. And so he asks her where she's from. And she just vaguely says a village in Finn Harrow and doesn't really give him much more than that. Like a name, yeah. Yeah, so he becomes kind of like hyper fixated on it. And so the next day he sends a note, or I think it was a messenger or something, to find out exactly what the name of the village was in Finn Harrow because he wanted to add it to his personal map of the continent. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it to Dorian. Like when he gets interested in a female like he really goes all in you know he's got the sauce like he's got it (laughs) 
What are the kids calling it these days? The Riz. Oh no, the Riz. <laughs> oh God, I'm so old. <laughs> it was sauce when I was in middle school, so. Oh, okay. It's okay. Riz now. I, I grew up like, oh, he's got game. Okay. <laughs> so back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> oh, Riz, like what the fuck is that okay isn't it short for charisma oh is that what that is isn't it i don't know you're teaching me something (laughs) i don't know (laughs) oh she's gonna look it up yeah she's googling it sarah my angel (laughs) what does riz mean riz is a slang term for skill in charming or seducing a potential romantic partner Especially through verbal communication. Okay. I like what you said, though. Short for charisma. Even if that's not... Riz comes from charisma. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there we go. Well, that makes... If somebody would have just told me that a long time ago, I'd have been like, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) But just saying Riz for no reason? I just didn't understand it at all. But okay. The people who are still listening... (laughs) We got off track. I'm sorry. Mm. Go ahead. You were speaking. No, he wants to add it to his personal map. He's got got the Riz. Or game. If you're... (laughs) I'm not going to finish that sentence. Okay. So... If you were born in the 90s? (laughs) Listen, Grandma. Okay. (laughs) Not the eyebrow raise! So, switch to Manon's point of view. The only thing I wanted to point out here is that they have this clear film that, like, they click into place that shields their eyes from the wind. I feel like goggles get the job done just fine. Or, like, something else, but just, like, this clear film just felt disgusting. I was like, gross. And I could, could, like, see it in my mind of just, like, the... And I could feel, like, the squishy sound of, like, them coming down. I didn't like that. Okay. Well, I wear contacts, so it felt, felt very like. <laughs> what did you just say to me earlier? About Sorry, hearing that sound. Sorry. So it felt very like click in place contacts, like. <laughs> yeah. Very that. <laughs> but it was it was a strange detail. So right. Yeah. We also find out here that there's going to be war games in a few weeks, and that Manon's grandma wants her and the thirteen to be wing leader. Yeah, um, you see my note, but we'll get Carrying to that. on, that's for another day. Chapter, switch over to Selena's point of view, chapter 17. Rowan is wanting Selena to shift, and she's just, like, sitting there. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to post it. There was this thing from forever ago, this drag queen. Did you ever see it, sitting alone in the VIP? No. This drag queen, her name's Candy Muse, but she posted this picture of herself. You ever see this? Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, before. yeah, sitting alone in the VIP. I, I love Candy Muse. Anyway, so that's what it was giving me. But anyways, um, so again, we get reference to their silent conversations here, and she says, "At least she didn't lose control again. No matter what insult he threw her way." either aloud or through one of their silent, vicious conversations. And I'm just like, 
this is significant because it's mentioned at least 10 times in this book. I could just be over exaggerating. It's mentioned at least five different times of them having these silent conversations. It has to be important. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And then this is when it's revealed that Rowan's animal form is a large white-tailed hawk. Which was surprising to me. Because when I she thought... first met him, she said, a, what did she say, like a lion or something? When she was guessing with him? What yeah. It was? I was expecting, like, wolf. Yeah. Like, something like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh, oh man. Yeah, like, so, so manly. And then it's a bird. I said, what? Yeah. So that, but I mean, I get it because, like, he can fly and stuff. So, like, he'll be able to go far. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was just like, eh. Yeah. I feel like there's more badass animals that he could have been. I mean, literally in the group with them, there's the two wolves and there's the panther or whatever. The mountain lion. Mountain lion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And a bird. There was another another bird in the the group. But she didn't really say what kind of bird. She was just like a bird. Yeah. And then Lorcan, who is just Lorcan. I was like, I'm a little lost. Just as himself. He's just, I think that's what I was like. Oh, Faye and super hot Faye is what it was giving. Oh, <laughs> that's what I, I was get referencing now. Because I was like, is that just his animal form, or is he so badass as a Faye? He's like, I don't need that animal form. Like, don't worry, guys, I got it. Well, it was funny because uh, I remember Luca saying, like, oh, that's okay. One of the guys, Faye, uh, animal form is a pig, so he won't mm-hmm. even shift. And I was just like, damn, that's rough. <laughs> Then we switch over to Dorian's point of view. So Dorian is sparring a lot to release all of his anxious energy about having all this magic. And he gets to visit Sorcha, Sorcha a lot. Mm-hmm. We find out that Fleetfoot now sleeps in his bed, which I was like, okay, Fleetfoot's back. Um, and he says it was nice to have some piece of his friend while she was gone. So a friend. He, I feel like he moved on from Selena a little too quickly. He was like, he closed her eyes and let her go. And that was it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because it was surface. There was no deep connection there. True. Um, oh, okay. So this is what happened. Okay. So then Dorian and Sorsha are talking about Kale and Selena. And Sorsha's saying that the king would kill Selena and Kale if he knew that Selena had opened a portal in the castle or I guess opened a portal in general. And then Dorian's magic explodes. And Mm -hmm. she describes his eyes as glowing after the magic erupted. And now they're trying to come up with a way to suppress his magic so that obviously this doesn't happen just when he's having his breakfast. And also like the room exploded kind of. Mm -hmm. And immediately she was like, okay, let's knock over this table and um, I'm going to take the blame. Yeah. I was like, oh, girl, you're in deep. She's down bad. She was like, she's like, don't worry, I got it. But it was just like, I don't understand her obsession with Dorian. So maybe one day I will. But at Dorian at this point in time, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And 
I know something. Like, obviously, I yeah, saw yeah, a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, I'm we're... just like, what? I know. You know? Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> what? How? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, But then we cut to Kale's point of view. And he's following Adian after a party. And he follows him into the slums. And then, I don't know... For Captain of the Guard, he got snuck up on in the last book, and again here, but someone sneaks up on him and stabs him. And I was like, okay, yeah. Captain of the Guard, you can't watch your own back. No. But that's I... neither here nor there. No, I agree, though. Like, it, Selena, too. Always I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, Selena the poisons. Like, it is your job to not get poisoned. Like, you're an assassin. Which You're a literal assassin. Okay. I'm not going to get into that. Okay, okay, so this is a point that I wanted to... You, you do that. I'm sorry. You do the same thing. Do <laughs> I? Yes, you do okay. all the time, actually. Because <laughs> um, I was listening to an episode, I was listening to an episode, and you're like, no, 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 like, I'll get to it. And you literally never, ever get to Oh, the Fourth Wing Theories episode? You remember when I did it? Yes, I do. Yes. So you do it as well. I completely um, forgot. But I just forgot the thought that I had. Like, that's literally how <laughs> fast it comes and goes. Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, Selena. Oh, the, the poison. I literally can't remember. Okay, anyways. So, Kale is stabbed and then wakes up. And this is when Ren is introduced to us. So, this is who I think was at Archer's house. Yes, Ren is described agreed. as having shoulder-length dark hair with a scar through his eyebrow and down his cheek. And, and the twin blades. Okay, yes. So as yeah. soon as this happened, I was like, okay, this is the guy I've been waiting for. Because I'm like, you thought it was Adian. Yeah. I I had no fucking clue. I was just right. like, I don't know, but I feel like he's important. But it makes sense because he was working with the rebel movement. So like, yeah. it would make sense that that's who it is. This but is feel- also the guy... Who captured Kale from before? Kale from before when Selena came and was like jacking everybody up. Yes, but maybe he's more important later on. But I feel like the, or maybe he wasn't even important in that scene when she was watching Archer's house. It was just some guy that was like pulled up to Archer's house and he was just intriguing because she couldn't see his face. Not but like, important. but I was like, it felt important then. And the amount that he's in this book doesn't feel important now. But yeah. I do think that he's going to be important at some point in time as far as, like, he's going to be, like... Like, he was hinting at some point at, like, killing off Kale once they have no use for him. And I was like, oh, relax. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I'll... Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it. Um, okay. But so then Adian reveals that he knew that the king, the ring that the king gave him was suspicious. So he had a replica made and he threw the other one into the ocean, which I was like, really? Now we won't, won't be able to get it back. Right. And if he's using the word keys to make those, that kind of feels like a fatal flaw. And I feel like just a theory Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to find that out, and she's going to be like, you stupid asshole, you know? Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? Because she needs she needs all of them to 
put them back where right. they belong. So I feel but, like it's a piece of one of them. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. So Adian is threatening to kill Kale after he gets information out of him. He's basically like, oh, should I kill you now? Or should I like wait till you give me information to kill you? And then Kale thinks to himself, but this death where Selena and Dorian and his mother would never know what happened to him, it disgusted him somehow. And I was like, okay, the order that he just went in, not his mom first, but Selena first, then Dorian, then his mom. Fuck his dad, apparently, because... Well, he's estranged from his mom. Okay, then why even put her in the list? Fleetfoot, damn, Fleetfoot's gonna miss me. Like... (laughs) I mean, he still cares about his mom, but they're just estranged. I guess so. Um, And then this is when Kale reveals to Adian that Aelin is alive. So switch to Adian's point of view. And he reveals that these battles in the north by the Bane have been staged and the body count was lied about. So he's a good guy, it seems like, from what we've gotten so far. Okay. Um, and Maeve doesn't know that Adian is Fae because he didn't inherit any gifts, which I think is BS. Personally. Okay, because I was just reading something that I tabbed and Adian's asking, does the prince know? And he says, no, he doesn't even know why I sent her to Wendelin mm-hmm. or that you're both Fae. And I'm like, is he Fae? Yes, he's Fae. They do say okay. it, but he um, has like... His hearing, his sense of smell, yeah. that's how he knew that there was something wrong with the ring. Right, because I remember in the, in the flashback when Dorian met Aelin and Adion, or in, the, in one of the flashbacks, she was saying that Adion could, even though he couldn't shift, he could hear better than her. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why I was like, oh, is he fake? Okay. Yes. He's Faye, and he says that he didn't inherit any gifts, and that's why Maeve didn't, like, care about him, but I think he did. And there's something okay. that happens later on that I'll get to in a later episode, but... Okay. I I do think that uh, he inherited some kind of... Okay. Okay. Then shift over to Selena's point of view. You see the bargain. Bargain. Oh, they make a bar, but they kind of highlight it at the beginning of Kale's next chapter. Oh, so okay, that's- go ahead. I purposely skipped it, but oh, okay. uh, at the end of that chapter, Kale and Adian decide to make a bargain. I think it's basically like information for information. Oh, I see. So- I want to make a bargain with you. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. So Selena's point of view, again, the mention of her and Rowan having these unspoken shouting matches, which I'm just like, that sounds important. Um... Ah, okay okay so then rowan is still <laughs> trying to get her to shift and there's a scene where selena is just mouthing off like she is just running her mouth and she says but short of ripping out my tongue you can't and then is cut off because he grabs her by her tongue and i was like well first of all where have your hands been second of all <laughs> no i can't look at you okay And then after he lets go of her tongue, she swears at him and spits at his feet. And then he bites her? Listen. I have never been so... (laughs) So what, Chelsea? So what? So turned on by something (laughs) so vicious. Okay? 
I'm not going to hide it. I don't care. Okay? Oh. This scene, when he grabbed her tongue, I was squealing. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Like a pig, okay? <laughs> when he bit her? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I was melting. Like a puddle. A puddle for this man. I don't yes. care if they were fighting for real. Like, that shit was so hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, no I loved it. unlocked. I don't care. Stop. 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 I don't care. I'm sick. You know what? When I say stuff like this and, like, I read stuff like this and I'm like, that's hot. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, why have I never read dark romance? Like, clearly yeah. that's the genre for me. Yeah. You want Bite a me. man that hates you and this shit? Dark romance. This shit. Dark romance. A man that is mean to you and means it, not, oh, I hate her. No, 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 no. Mean to you and means it, dark romance. Okay, anyways. Yes. She gets so angry when this happened that it causes her to shift. Okay. And Chelsea made a note on chapter 21. She said, please let me say my piece here. So I'm just going to hand this over to Chelsea and just let her... Do her thing. Unless that was your piece that you have a new kink part, on. That was part of my piece. <laughs> but okay. like just everything. Last chapter and this chapter like chef's kiss. Like perfect. I have no words. It was incredible. And then there you are. Like when he sees her face. Okay. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> this I was like okay this is giving we know what it's giving. Yeah. I've been looking for you. Okay. But I was like, but it didn't feel repetitive. No, it, it felt. Good, good. It just felt perfect. It felt fitting, and I feel like there's some hidden innuendo there, just like in the other one. I feel like it's like there you are. I feel like this is when it snapped. Like, mm, it, okay, it okay. okay. There you are, like, oh, shit. <laughs> I loved it. I'm so good. That's so good. This is also when, so she's now in her fae form, so her neck starts to just, like, stitch itself back up. So mm-hmm. she has this super quick healing ability. Okay, mm-hmm. noting this for later. So Rowan is able to control Selena's powers. Oh, right. Okay, not, sorry. Not control them, no, but, like, but counteract like, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Counteract Selena's powers because he has the gift of ice and wind, so he can pull all of the air out of her fire or obviously use ice, right? It's literally perfect. Match made like, it's in such heaven, a perfect setup. Ugh. But then he asks her, he says, does your lover know what you are? And she says, no, not I don't Mm -mm. have one. No, no, no. She says that he knows. Oh, no, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She says, yes, that he knows. And then he says, I won't be biting you again. And she, she wondered just what he tasted in her blood. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then he says, you don't bite the women of other males. Screaming, crying. Did you like, notice he didn't say female though? Because when they talk about Faye, they say female. Yes. Oh. You don't bite the women of other males. 
Oh, I did not catch that because I was too busy, like, dying. Screaming. Yes. Right. Like, like you can bite me, please. Oh. <laughs> and then she reveals that they're, they aren't together anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and then Rowan says something like that. that that's a good thing. He says, the people you love are just weapons that will be used against you. He's so hot. <laughs> yes, but then I get a little like, mm, don't like that after this. So then he's trying to get to get her to shift again. And he says, why don't I give you the lashing you deserve? Which was like, this is very different from a tongue lashing because you know... I know. When Kale I know. said that. I was like, "Oh, yes," but he's like, "Yeah." And then after this, he follows it up with, "You're worthless. You would probably have been more useful to the world if you'd actually died ten years ago." Now that was rough. Okay, I'm glad you have a line. Okay, I do have a line. The lashing, though, didn't cross that line, and let me tell you why. It only crosses the line. Because he's talking about whipping, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it only crosses the line because of her, of her past. history. Mm-hmm. Any other man saying that to any other woman is like, <laughs> okay. Chelsea, relax. Relax. <laughs> relax. And because he doesn't know, exactly, I can't give him too much crap about it. Okay. But, but the next line is like, worthless. Yeah, that's... You would have it, it would have been more useful if you died ten years ago. Okay. Yeah, that was that was rough. That that was yeah. hard. <laughs> so then at the end of this chapter, she packs her things and she leaves. But okay, I know we have to hurry up. But okay, one, I think he's only saying those things to provoke her into using yes. her magic. I agree. Right? So like, yeah, dude, you crossed the line. That's kind of a fucked up thing to say but like I see what you're trying to do but also I think he's so mean to her because he's terrified of them being like you know the people that you love are just weapons to be used against you like he literally just said that and he's blood oathed to Maeve so he's Mm -hmm. like nothing can come of this so I think he's shook it and he's like pushing her away yes no, I, I totally agree. I get what you're saying. I love him. But I think some of them just step over the line. I'm like, mm. He does a no. little bit sometimes, but like... But then he pulls it back. men have different lines. He pulls it back, do. though, later on, when he realizes that, like, he crossed the line. He's like, okay, wait. Yeah. He's like, oh, shoot. I exactly. am so sorry. Yeah. But that's where we're going to leave it for okay. this episode. Um, yeah. Where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at real underscore page turner. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at bestfriend.bookclub. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. We'll be back next, next week time. with Airifier part two. Bye. Perfect. You have to say bye. Bye.